Hi, this is Jim Anderson with Psalm Tree Consulting coming to you with a biblically focused business podcast. And uh, I am, we are going to talk today about seeking counsel. Um, I think one of the things that I have been learning as I've been starting up uh, my business um, is that I need to seek counsel. Um, obviously, you know, my business really hasn't <laughs> hasn't really started yet because uh, I really haven't received that much in sales. I've gotten a little bit here and there, but I really don't have anything really going yet. And uh, um, one of the things that I that I'm learning about this, and this is and this is something that that I struggle with, is that I'm doing this alone. I'm trying to do this alone. I'm trying to do it in my own power. Um, and I am trying to, to uh, you know, maintain control of everything. And I, you know, I don't believe that that's what God wants. Um, and I'm seeing that. The hard part is, is that who do I get involved with? And that's kind of um, where I'm going with this this episode, and and uh, probably talk about this in, in in a few episodes. It might take me a while to get through this, but seeking counsel um, is is an important thing to do. If anything we do that's important in our life. Um, in Proverbs 15, verse 22, it says, Without consultation, plans are frustrated. But with many counselors, they succeed. So we're clearly, God is admonishing us to seek the counsel of other people. Um, and and that, that is important to do. Now, there's another side to this, and this is the side that, that scares me. Um, and and why this need need to need to think this through? It also says in Proverbs fourteen verse fifteen, naive the naive believe everything, but the prudent man considers his steps. So a wise person is going to seek a lot of counselors, many many counselors, um, but a fool is going to listen to most of them. <laughs> So that's a more complete thought as to what the Bible is telling us. So you don't want to get bad counsel. So what we have to do is to think about the counsel, make sure that the counsel we get is good and we know what is good counsel and what's not. And that standard that we use that for should be against the Bible. And so what is a you know, a great mentor is Solomon, and the, the you know the what the scriptures that Solomon has written, the richest man ever to live in the world, um, Solomon, and he was he was also very very wise. He, I mean, he wasn't perfect, but when it came to money and managing money, he and and uh, making wise decisions, he was. He was the best, and we have his writings in Proverbs and Psalms um, 
to, to go to as a standard. So when we get advice, we have to measure it against that standard. And if we do that, then um, we've, we, we know that it can be good advice. Um, whether it's good advice for us, again, is another judgment call. Um, is that right for us? You know, because some situations might be different than others, but the basic principles are going to be there. And the principle is correct. Any kind, anything biblical is correct. Does it apply to the situation we're trying to apply it to? You, you have to uh, uh, figure out if it's if it's uh, the right solution for that problem. It could be a good solution, but it may not be the right one for that particular problem. But um, one thing that we, we need to understand is that the Bible is the standard. We need to think of it that way, that it's not, there's never a, never a time that we need to question the principle of the Bible and whether or not it is right. It is the standard. And it has been proven, and it is no longer on trial. Um, it's, it, it is what it is, and it is the truth. Um, so that's our standard. So, uh, you know, one of the things that people think about when they think, oh, I'm going to go get, you know, some counsel that they need to take that person's advice, which means that anytime you go and seek counsel that you need to do what they tell you to do. And so basically what you're doing is saying, oh, they're going to make my decisions for me. Um, I don't think I've had a problem with that myself, but I think a lot of people think of getting counsel in that way. And so, you know, why did you go get counsel if you're not going to take their advice? Well, um, you know, you have to take what, what they say and use good judgment as to how to apply what they say. Because uh, no one can know what God, what it is that God wants you to do, except for you, and maybe your spouse. Um, but the the role of the counselor isn't to tell you what to do. The role of the counselor is to be more of an objective, um, has an obje- objective perspective on the situation, and can point out alternatives to you. Um, and, and so you can see things that maybe you have overlooked. And I think, and I know this is true for me and, and many times that I've made major, major mistakes because I just didn't know of the alternatives that I had available to me. And so I chose an alternative that was not a good one because I didn't see the others. I didn't recognize the others, or maybe I was blinded to the others and again, that's a big one for uh, entrepreneurs uh, and small business owners is blind spots. Um, and I think just about every single business owner I have ever met has blind spots that are holding them back, that are causing the problems that they have. And then they're not willing to seek counsel and and consider that there are are. Uh, that there are things in their blind spot that are spots that are hurting them. 
and um, and that is you know why when I do consulting, I do business consulting, I often run into that problem and I don't know what to do about it. Um, and usually if the business owner is not going to, to open their eyes and consider their blind spots, they're not going to succeed. And it's frustrating for me because now it looks like I don't know what I'm doing because they're not going to get good results, but they've sabotaged themselves. So, and then of course they don't believe that they've sabotaged themselves. I have run into that so many times, but if you can think of your counselor as an objective observer of what you're doing, and then is able to point out things that maybe that you don't see, you may be surprised at how much difference that will make for you. Um, you could actually see something that can ma- change a major decision that you're making because you don't see that there's some kind of personal bias that you're using to ignore um, ignore something about the situation that reveals where your solution, your the, the right solution is. And you can't see it because you're not able to your mind is just not there to, to absorb that, the, that thought. Um, so, you know, the right decision, um, is, is sometimes hard to see, especially when there's something dangling in front of you that that's really influencing you to make the decision in a different direction. Um, you know, one example might be if somebody were to offer you a lot of money for your business and it happened to be a competitor that um, does not share your values in business. They're not a Christian-owned business and they maybe even really mistreat their employees and they're dishonest, And but they're, um, they're a big competitor and they offer to buy you out for a lot of money and you could retire for life, would you sell? You might think right off, I would sell, but then what, what's the consequences of that? You know, and the employees in your business, they're going to go with the sale. Uh, all of a sudden, you're going to put them under a uh, uh, management that is not does not share your values, and it's going to be a disaster for them probably a disaster for the people who buy it, but they're not buying it because they want your company. They're buying you it because you're a competitor that they want to get rid of. And they, they'll take your customers and they may not be able to keep them all, but they've got you off the market. That's what they're buying. So it, it tells us uh, about this in Colossians 3, verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And the application of that passage that I'm talking about here is about about not letting your counselor make your decision for you, but to help them to help you see when you are compromising um, 
your per, your purposes and principles in in not just looking at the uh, financial rewards of a business and making your decisions based on the financial effects and the profitability, but also based on the purpose of the business. So when you make your decisions, you want to be guided by your business purpose and not by um, the opportunity um, that might be presented for making more money. With that thought, We'll talk to you next time.